too fast to prepare for this. Tripping in the world could be dangerous. Everybody circling as vultures. Negative, nepotist. Everybody waiting for the fall of man. Everybody praying for the end of times. Everybody hoping they could be the one. I was born to run. I was born for this. Whip, whip. We have, uh, I realized last week that I did a really bad job of introductions. So I am really not great at like realizing that not everybody recognizes everybody's voices. So we have Austin joining us today. What's going on, guys? Thank you, kind sir, just, for uh, just doing here that. to give some, some terrible advice and, and make sure that my terrible brother in law doesn't win. No, well. Right now, if you didn't see that, he is uh, number 10 out of 10 in the uh, power rankings. Not saying that uh, those are, you know, locked and set in stone, but uh, your brother-in-law is really struggling and in, in, in this league, at least. So, yeah, you know, he, he'll always turn around. I'll give him some crap and, and then he'll throw it back in my face and I'll probably lose. So, you know, what, what goes around comes around. Um, first off, thank you so much for putting that the podcast stuff together and putting that. It's actually I already heard that that makes it a lot easier to consume versus the crap files that I send via email. So we'll just keep on doing it that way. And uh, that That's is perfect. That is awesome. And I think it makes this just that much better. And we'll uh, we'll continue to let everybody do their own little uh, music intro exit if they want. Just send it to me and we can add it to it. Yeah, uh, that'd be awesome. Um, I don't know. Have you have you been listening to them so far? I've listened to all of them. What yep. do you think? I like it. I mean, I, I'm going to say uh, I probably am not going to provide much advice or guidance to anybody because I, I probably don't pay much attention to this league as uh, other people. And but I'm, I'm kind of a fan of Dynasty. I almost want to make it my one and only league uh, going forward and just focus the time and energy on it. I'm, I'm probably not in as many leagues as everybody else, but I feel like three is uh, consuming me and I'm just kind of getting by in other leagues. For sure. I'm with you on that. And the hope is when we kick off Dynasty, when you get to the season, it's more of there's a little less demand on activity for from each of you. Yeah. It's, you know, the demand and activity really happens throughout the kind of gate checks throughout the offseason. Um, and when we get to, you know, September and kickoff, maybe there's that little tweaking of the roster and, and making sure that you aren't a a dumbass and leave Camara in your lineup. Uh, like I, <laughs> I, I have to say, you know, I, I said last week, I did not like the sleeper app. Uh, I, I swear I did it on every single league. I have Camara and the sleeper app, it worked. Um, and on ESPN, it did not take. Um, so I'm, I'm a little angry at the ESPN app, even though I find it to be a little bit more, easy to to watch you know the scoring and everything like that and just find players yeah but uh, i agree 
Yeah, I, I do think this is, I, I think Dynasty will be a lot of fun, especially when we get it kicked off and going. And I know you you provided a lot of feedback, uh, I which I really appreciated post-draft. I think as we get, we're at the quarter pole of this season, any recommendations that you have as we kind of look at next year and kicking it into Dynasty? No, I think uh, I think it'd be awesome to do the draft, you know, with everybody. I think as you guys were saying, uh, it just made it more fun, more engaging. It seems, I think, as uh, Kyle said last week, just not being there made it seem very long. Um, so, you know, I, I look forward to that. It will be a fun event for sure, even though the wives don't love it as much, but that's, that's part of it. That's the negotiating that um, I think we all need to start doing. <laughs> Yeah, start it now. Very boys. much included. Start it now, especially if we're going to do a golf trip. Start it now. I you you actually just did a sweet golf trip. Tell me, uh, how was it up in the mountains? It was it was awesome. I mean, we did so we played four court or yeah four courses. We did Fossil Trace and Golden, uh, Raven at Three Peaks outside of Silverthorn, yeah, Breck and Keystone. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. It was it was a lot of golf. You know, people certainly got tired by the end of it. I think one guy, after all the drinking and everything, um, put, laid down on every tee box in green to stretch his back. So yeah, it gives you a little flavor of what it can be. What, uh, what course did you guys play in Keystone? The the rivers or the river? Uh, we did the river course. Yeah, that's a that's a fun one. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't play very well. It was the last, last uh, round of the weekend – in the afternoon, but you know, it was so fun. It was beautiful up there. Seventy-two holes is uh, it's not as easy as the professionals make it look. No, not at all. <laughs> Especially when you go home and just start drinking and, and eating terribly. Yep, for sure, for sure. Well, we uh, yeah, I, I think I would love to figure out something. I I do think like the mountains would be a lot of fun, or uh, anything like that would be would be awesome. I've never played three three peaks, uh, the Ravens Club. I, I hear that good things about that course. Yeah, it's been uh, I would say it's been decent. Uh, not the price point. I don't think I loved. I, would, I mean, really, I think it was like one seventy five, two hundred bucks. Isn't that? And it had a lot of a lot of winter kill. It's it's a gorgeous course. Don't get me wrong, and it's fun, but um, definitely wasn't in as good a shape as uh, Keystone or Breck. So. Got it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the Rivers course, we played it in July last year, and that course was was prime when we played it. So, Yep, no doubt. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, I I would be open to, you know, time frames from everybody as we start kind of thinking about next year, um, looking out towards the summer. You know, obviously, we want to find kind of that right spot of when it makes sense for us to do a, a fantasy football draft uh, on the calendar. But like I said last week, it also doesn't need to be, you know, first week of September, or late August. I think, you know, with Dynasty, it, it can be a little bit more flexible, be earlier than that. So please yep. start looking at those calendars and just kind of, you know, giving me some feelers on when it makes sense. I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of us in the, the new baby gang coming up here. And so uh, I think we can all kind of, appreciate that we probably need to coordinate and, and start begging for uh, permission 
sooner than later. So uh, I, I think Absolutely. I, I open up for open for dates. I think sometime anytime after 4th of July, I think it makes sense. Um, but kind of thinking, you know, it doesn't need to be, like I said, again, doesn't need to be the last week of August or first week of September. I think with a dynasty going deep on benches, you know, going deep on rosters, you know, injuries happen, but injuries are going to happen anytime, every time during a dynasty. The dynasty is a long-term investment. Um, and it's not just a, you know, win 2023 season. Uh, I think if somebody goes out and gets suspended for gambling, uh, i.e. Kevin Ridley, or, you know, gets injured uh, during training <laughs> camp, uh, you know, I, I think there'll be roster flexibility with how we, I'm kind of open to ideas, but, you know, if somebody goes on IR, I do think maybe like a partial cost for that IR roster person uh, could be a, a way that, you know, creates flexibility uh, and you're able to, you know, shoulder the burden if, you know, one of your top guys goes on IR and you don't have to, you know, if, if somebody week one goes on IR, uh, I think of, you know, like Tom Brady circa was at 20, 2008, like he would be, mm -hmm. you know, top end quarterback back then, probably one of the most expensive guys in the league coming off of his, you know, 50 something touchdown season. Uh, just because he goes on IR and he's probably the most expensive person on that team's roster, that team doesn't necessarily have to go straight into tank mode looking out to the next season and, and that stuff, getting some roster flexibility within the budget, uh, I think could be a creative way of how we, we keep it, you know, keep people in it for as long as possible throughout the season. Yeah, certainly. I think, yeah. And I think that's going to be a, the group, you know, let's, you know, how do we want to structure this, you know, long-term thinking, not just, as you said, year over year, how can we make it flexible enough, but uh, make sure that you're, you're set on your decisions, unlike you with jo uh, Jacobs and uh, making sure those decisions don't impact you as much as they did. I think I deserve all the punishment that I get for Josh Jacobs and my, I, 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 the re I love fantasy football because um, you get to prove out your takes and your bold opinions and they're very much live on display. Uh, and this forum also just adds to it. Um, but like when yeah. you're, when, and you know, I am careful with you all on what my takes. Uh, but I think like all of us are those type of guys. I, I, a lot of you, I talk to you, like when we talk about sports, we make these, you know, comments and we have these bold opinions about players. And it's fun playing things like doing things like this, like fantasy football or, you know, even fantasy golf, right? Like, you know, it's those stupid things that we do that like, yeah, you, you talk a big game, but like, let's see it. Let's see if you get it right. And, uh, you know, every so often we get it right. And, and then more often than not, I fall flat on my face, i.e. Josh Jacobs. And uh, it's just a great, <laughs> like, opportunity for us to just, you know, have that connection. And then also just like, doing the some of the same old stuff that we've always done uh, like talking sports and being brash about our, our takes. And then those takes being on display where we can, you know, flex on them or uh, Danny K sending me a message midday 
uh, on Sunday uh, just reminded me how bad my Josh Jacobs take is. Really loud. <laughs> and the fact that I, I, I left him on the bench. Yeah. I don't bl- – I, I am of the opinion that that was probably the right call going into the game. <laughs> I'm oh. sure Joe is very happy that I left him on the bench as well. Yeah, and we can just briefly touch on last week. I mean, um, I, I don't want to spend too much time there. I know you're, you're time crunched also, so I, uh, I'll be respectful of that. Um, that was tough with Joe. I, you, had, you did have a bunch of bench points out there most notably Josh Jacobs, that would have made all the difference. But, you know, Olave, that's, uh, that was a bummer of a bench spot as well. But, I mean, I still think you're – even with a loss, I still like your long-term prospects here. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I've got a good team built around me here. You know, Trevor Lawrence with his four fumbles, you know, really – doesn't help out when Jared Goff puts up the numbers he did and, um, you know, just goes to show the, the two quarterback league and the, the super flex really makes it important to make sure that that second quarterback is going to step up and, and help you. Um, but, you know, Joe's just got a tough team all around, you know, well-balanced. I, we both kind of think had the same strategy in the draft of, you know, bidding high and then we were both at the last minute, you know, bidding a dollar to get somebody here and there and, we're seeing if it's going to pay off or not and uh, see how you guys uh, make your changes to draft next year um, with our bold strategies here. But yeah, Justin Jefferson, Minnesota going off. um, I think uh, he's got a solid team. I, you know, I'm always worried when I'm going to have to play him now. For sure. I mean, I think if you look at his team, like even some of the guys that didn't perform, I think are, you know, I like their, long-term prospects here it, it pains me to to say because you know joe is i i have always defined joe as my al davis in the league um you know just always hassling me the commissioner and uh but he's got a good team and they're really good this year and i think he's going to be very much at that top echelon the rest of the season so I know you don't pay attention yeah. uh, to to a lot of what's going on in the league, but I, I think you got to take a look at what Steve did to Ryan. And just uh, speaking of Steve, I the Venmo is on its way right now. Shame on me for that. But uh, Steve really just laid it down on, on Mr. Ryan Frank. Yeah, hell, hell of a week, Steve. I mean, yeah. You know, didn't have a whole lot of competition going into the week with uh, with Frank here, um, but you know, sleeper as the the uh, projections came out, you, you kind of expected, and then it continued to soar. Christian McCaffrey starting to get in his lane again, uh, play well. Um, Tyreek Hill with all his nonsense, you know, putting up numbers, and, and De- Detroit out of nowhere, um, Hawkinson just just putting up, you know probably the game of his life there. Uh, it's, it's pretty impressive to see that team go off as much as they did and, and to look at his bench and he still had some, some moves he could have made there. And, and it, I think it goes to show, you know, milf hunters are, are out there and they're coming for you. Uh, there's no better. I mean, if, if we take nothing else away from sleepers that they allow you to do team names like milf hunters, 
uh, which no better name, no better name, no better name. Well, uh, let's transition to, to Nick taking it to uh, a really poor performance from uh, from Team Kyle. I, I mean, this one yeah, was I really mean, this was like one of the the games where I I compare it to uh, NFL Red Zone game where it's nobody's really you, nobody Scott Hansen is just not kicking into this game at all because it's just it's kind of a snooze fest yeah it, it was a snooze fest I and mean, I think that Monday night football game was even a snooze fest with yeah. San Francisco and, and LA and you know even though Cup puts up the number she did it it just was kind of boring and then you have Mark Andrews that goes out there and, and puts up four points with you know two for five receptions like just a really boring kind of matchup, but I, I guess you see Nick Nick pulling ahead, even though uh, Kyle I think felt pretty high on his uh, projections going into the week. I mean, I think you know Jonathan Taylor with uh, you know the injury getting pulled from the game. Uh, I mean, four points from you, the most one of the most expensive guys in the draft is a is a major disappointment, but. I mean, just a lot of disappointing performances across the board here. But I, I do see, you know, Melvin Gordon, we'll see what happens here in Broncos country tomorrow night. But I think uh, he may have the, the keys to the backfield going forward. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, he, uh, I, th- I hope he can figure out how to hold on to the ball, maybe put a little sticky substance on his gloves or, or something. Um, so, you know, hopefully our boy Zach can help him out with this. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, Melvin Gordon's got to do something just as a Broncos fan so that we can look decent because first four weeks have been a struggle. Sure. And I think that, uh, that segues us to, you know, team Russell Wilson with Andrew taking care of, you know, your, your brother-in-law right there. That's uh you know, one and three, everybody's, you know, there's Joe three and one, then eight guys of two and two, uh, which I love to see. Uh, and, uh, and then there's DK at one and three. Uh, what, what do you see in this one? Oh man. feel bad for the guy sometimes, but I really don't at the end of the day too. Um, you know, it's, I think he needs to be starting throwing some trades out there. Look at the, you know, he thought Carson Wentz was going to be good for him, stealing some of my my players. I'm I'm kind of happy the draft ended up the way it did because I know he was taking people just to get it off me, bid me up as I didn't have the money to do it. So it's it's uh, so sad, that's what, but that's true. what he. It's so true. <laughs> I know you guys. He was just like, all right, I'm going to bid him up so he can't get. Him. I knew it. I you knew were it. in the crosshairs uh, the whole what? the whole night. The second that he saw what well, you uh, did, he was just like, all right, like. I'm going to crush him. Classic brotherly love right there. <laughs> so I, I'm still waiting for that nice bottle of tequila. So uh, we'll see what we'll, what shows, shows up on the doorstep here. But, you know, I think he can turn around. He always is sneaky and he can get something done as he always does. Well, uh, I will make mine quick. Uh, Tom Brady, uh, who cares about what's happening off the field for him right now? Uh, he is my hero, and uh, you know that that last first down at the very end of the game was uh, 
was just so amazing on Sunday Night Football. Back to back weeks of just needing the most luck pot like on Sunday night to, to get the job done. But uh, and this was ugly. You know, the two lower scoring teams of the, the week, uh, of course. But, you know, this is this league is measured by wins and losses, not not by points gotten. So uh, I will happily take my W and and cruise on to two and two land and uh, and week five. I mean, it would have been awesome if you would have lost to, to Team Pete. Come on. You know, the, the man that goes heavy on the quarterbacks and oh. uh, you look at his bench and you, you feel bad for the guy. But, uh, you know, you are squeaking it by and we'll see if the luck continues. I mean, very lucky. Um, I I will say uh, I, I give Pete the most crap probably on his two QB strategy, partially because I have the microphone to do so, but uh, also because I'm just – I was – my jaw could not have hit the ground harder while watching him do what he did, but I'm kind of, uh, kind of have to eat some, you know, humble pie. I, I think, you know, two yep. and two is two and two. And I, I, I'm a little envious of his, uh, quarterback room, even though it's not maybe playing out exactly how he wanted it to through four weeks. I still think, you know, in a, in a league where there's so many, bad quarterbacks having you know herbert and allen is not a bad way to start off your roster no and i think in a, in a league where we're seeing the elites through the first four weeks you know go off and really play to what they can and uh seeing kind of the, the bottom tier maybe new offense new quarterback new head coach whatever it might be and then you, you throw in everybody's strategy, whatever it's right or wrong on uh, preseason. Uh, I think you're starting to see the guys that are going to continue to soar. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. But I think there's going to be some trade movement here. I hope there is. I always you know, I, try to throw some yeah. out there. I know you do too. And yeah. uh, you encourage it. But I think it would it'd be fun to shake it up. But, yeah, you're still sitting two and two. He's still the same, same record as, as myself. So, uh, I mean, I can't say a whole lot. It's working out so far. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I think we, you and I are right there at the, the top of the trade, you know, negotiators. And I think it's starting to get to that point, you know, now with the, I guess, a 17 week fantasy football season, we're not technically at the quarter pole. Uh, we still have a little bit more time, but um, I, I kind of say, you know, we're at the, we're kind of at the quarter pole, I guess, of the fantasy regular season. And so, you know, through through four weeks, you know, everybody, and if you just look at the standings, everybody's in it. And, and a trade, a bold trade, uh, a move here or there can, can really turn the tide of, you know, who makes the playoffs and who doesn't. So it'll be, I'm hoping that we see some movement in this, in this league in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, me too. And, and I think I think we'll start to see some, you know, trades make sense now. You've got some real data, real analytics on uh, if you want to look into it from guys and, and who's played well, who, who has the first three weeks. I think everybody, this is up in the air, all the, you know, fantasy football podcasts talk about who's going to be good, who's not. And, and now you can kind of see some numbers behind it, who's getting the targets, who's getting the, you know, and for our league, who's getting the most first downs and, 
you know, that significantly adds to to winning matchups, as you can see from your from your prior matchup. Um, so I think it, it'll be fun. Yeah. What do you think of the first down piece? I love it. I, I mean, I totally, you know, don't draft exactly towards that, but I think it's a, a nice little bonus there if you can you know, find a guy that's always going to be targeted on that third and four, third and three, a little slot receiver or a little out route from a, you know, check down on a running back, or if you got a maybe a Josh Allen who's going to run it himself, you know, I'd love to see uh, you know, Russell make some of those first downs himself and uh, get out there, but just as a Broncos fan. But, uh, but it's fun, fun change, challenge, different, uh, add something else to it. Yeah. Well, more. I, I, I just wish you could give me back my points on uh, the, the punt returns. <laughs> Man, I, it was, that was the worst fat finger, like in the headaches mistake I, I think I've ever made as a commissioner. And uh, I was like, man, this app is weird. Like, man, all these things are so off. Uh, but I, I appreciate, I, I need you all to keep me honest and uh, to keep me in line. So uh, <laughs> that's, uh, thank you for calling me out on that. We're, we're, we, got, we have to keep you honest, Acosta. Thank you. Well, let's, let's look at week five. And uh, how, how pressed are you for time? Do I got you for another eight minutes or do you have? Yeah, we're good. Yep. Okay, you're good. All right, well, let's let's tackle. Let's start off with the, the battle of the brother-in-laws. Uh, we got DK versus Kyle and what looks to be one of the, the more high-scoring affairs this week. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, DK badly needs a, a W here. We'll see. You know, is, is Saquon going to go off against, um, you know, Green Bay out there in London? Who knows? Is the, the pond trip going to get to him? But uh, I think this is going to be kind of a, a nail biter through the end. And, uh, I, you know, I, uh, you know, wish he had full Dak Prescott mode, but uh, I think uh, Kyle's got something there with, um, you know, Hurts and, and seeing how he does against Arizona. Yeah, I was uh, going to say that Arizona, team, but but I think that's going that's going to be a, a I think a high scoring game here. So I think this is going to be a fun matchup. It's you know projected right now, as you said, one of the higher ones, but also the one of the closers. So uh, yeah, and I I kind of that Arizona Philly game is like the one that I think is going to be the most exciting game that really kind of sways this this matchup, and so. Uh, I kind of think, you know, it's going to be tight. It'll be never talk, but I'm going to have to give the, the, the nod to my brother-in-law uh, with, you know, Hurts getting that last touchdown mm-hmm. to, to propel Philly to 5-0 and and, and get him the W this week. That's that's my bold. Yeah, they are good. I, uh, I'm i not going to lie. So I hope it's a shootout. I hope it's a close one. All right. Well, let's uh let's jump to uh the best team name versus uh team Andrew Mejia. And, and this is projected to be the highest scoring affair this week. So, uh what are you seeing in this one? This is going to be a fun Sunday night game. Lamar Jackson in Cincinnati, uh Joe Burrow, uh you know, I think he's going to he's going to have a, a heyday that night playing well. Um, but, you know, I think, uh, you know, the, the best team name, Mills Hunters, 
you know, Tyreek's going to do what he does best. Um, and, and McCaffrey's, you know, set to have a, a rough matchup against San Francisco in their defense, but I think he's going to squeak out the win with uh, five points. I'm calling it here. I, I love that he's actually playing the, uh, the Milf Hunter himself. So I, I called him out for it in the, in the power rankings that, you know, he got the W last week without him even in the, the lineup. But, you know, Steve has the, uh, the team of mediocre QB. So, like, why not roll the dice with Zach Wilson? I love it. I love I mean, it now. When you see, you know, Kirk, think, Cousins, see Kirk Cousins is his, is his lead QB, and then he's got Jamie B- Baker, who might get replaced by Sam Darnold, and, and yeah, Zach Wilson. <laughs> like, why not roll the dice with Zach Wilson? What, like, what do you have to lose? I, I love it. I love but, seeing it. But I, as I just made my call of, uh, of five, um, you know, watch watch Andrew just smoke him out of the water. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I'm gonna go with Andrew because I'm gonna say uh Russ cooks on Thursday night and it is uh all Russ all day. Uh the Ooh. most cringeworthy QB in the NFL pulls it off this week. Yeah, let's keep that shoulder intact, Russ. Let's True. uh I love you running, but let's make sure we slide down there, buddy. He was a baseball player. Um <laughs> I think he forgets that he's a baseball. It was a baseball player. So let's uh let's go to what I you know Pete is still in roster construction mode right now, uh up against Joe who is you know the the pace car right now in the league. What do you what do you see here? Yeah, t- tough tough matchup for Pete here. I, I think Joe's going to walk away with an easy W. Um, you know, Pete's uh, obviously trying to get some as you said, roster construction, you know, he really needs Hopkins to come back um, uh, from his suspension, but, you know, we'll see what happens. I think he's got an uphill battle to climb this week. Yeah. I think it's also tough with Michael Thomas likely being out again this week, but I I just, Justin Jefferson is like, I, I, I guess, you know, probably Cooper cup would be the number one overall pick if we were all, redrafting today but i would say you know justin jefferson would be right there with him um and it's just that's just like a cheat code when it comes to the weekly matchup and i just look at you know pete's lineup and for every you know shot that pete throws up i feel like joe will have an answer um and, and i think you know he might not need even the mahomes effort on monday night but I think by halftime on Monday night, this one will be locked and in, in Joe's favor. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun matchup. Mahomes, Allen, uh, I wish Pete had the full lineup there, no suspensions. I think it would be exciting. But uh, I think, uh, like you said, I think Joe's going to walk away pretty easy on this one. <laughs> All right, so we'll, we'll go to my matchup against Ryan. Uh, this is – I, I I didn't know I was playing Ryan this week, but I, I got a pit in my stomach when Ooh. I saw that I was playing Ryan this week. Uh, there is nobody I love eating more than Ryan Frank in, in fantasy football, but there is also nobody I hate losing more to than Ryan Frank in fantasy football. So uh, with a team that I've, I'll, I'll fully admit it, I've, I've tripped and fell into luck, uh, you know, two and two. 
I do not feel very good going up against Ryan's team, especially with, you know, Derek Henry, who's picking up steam going up against uh, the very awful commanders. Uh, I just think that there's so many places here on Ryan's roster where I'm like, Oh, they're going to go off. They're going to go off. They're going to go off. So I'm uh, not too, not feeling too great about this week. Yeah. You, uh, you look at this matchup on paper and you look at Frank's team and it's like, whoa, he's got a lot of guys. And then you look at the, the score he put up last week and uh, took took away the, the worst manager award from the sleeper app. Um, I do like and, that, uh, by the way. I, I'm I, a fan that of is that. fun. I, I am a huge fan of that. That is like, you know, I, I like to generate content, but I love it when like the app generates content like that. Yeah. But, you know, Joe Burrow against uh, Baltimore Sunday night football, it's going to be a fun game. But, uh, you know, it's only one play away. I think uh, you got him with the, the super flex and the extra quarterback. You know, he's got a, a wide receiver in there, which it's always an advantage. It's a, it's a bold move not playing Matt Ryan against the, the Broncos defense Thursday night. We'll see if it pays off for him, Cotton. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I might move off of Mariota. And the I don't know Tampa's defense looked like trash uh, against Kansas City, but uh, I'll let you you know take a peek behind the curtain. Uh, I, I'm potentially going to go Cooper Rush. I I, I should have gone with Cooper Rush last week. I, I think this is maybe the week where I go with Cooper. Um, I don't I don't blame you given Atlanta is uh, 0-3 with a tie. So and and they decide that. You know, we're gonna play 1920s football, and uh, there's no such thing as the forward pass. So uh, they just run it, and, and they're using. <laughs> I mean, you feel the pain, and, and this will segue us to your matchup. Uh, Kyle Pitts is now an offensive lineman. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I think there's so many great things about your roster here, but you know that Kyle Pitts is not feeling so great. Uh, it, it hurts every week watching that those projections and those numbers just get squashed. It, it kills me. Uh, you know, let, rest of the roster construction's good. You know, Josh Jacobs is a big pickup. Thank you. $5. Um, so, you know, we will, uh, we'll see how this week plays out. I've got a good matchup against, you know, the fearful Bondi here. Uh, I've got to be careful what I say, because I know it will come back to haunt me. You know, He's taking notes as you're, you're you're talking right now. I'll just say, you know, Nick Nick will make updates to his roster, uh, so I feel confident that you know Cordell Patterson will not be in the starting lineup come uh, come yeah. Sunday. Um, don't yeah, like I, that I Rashard that's, that's... Rashard Penny sitting right there, uh, or, or I don't think Swift will be good to go this week, but. I, I do think that the projections will get a lot closer on this one when we get to, to Sunday. Yeah, it, it hurts to see Swift. I've got another I got him in another league. It hurts to see him out. He's a you know big player for that Detroit offense uh, of what there is of that offense. That offense um, has been fired but, so far. Like that defense. Yeah. Well there was something funny I they saw. They can on put Twitter. up some numbers. Yeah. I yeah. there was funny that I saw on Twitter. I was like it was the Lions logo for the offense, and then I was like, a Hello Kitty for the defense. And I was like, yeah, that's that's pretty accurate how bad that defense has been. Yeah, so, you know, playing at New England, 
not the greatest team in the world. We'll see what happens there. But, uh, you know, Tannehill's got to do a little something more than he did last week against uh, the wonderful commanders, which I, I think he should. Um, you know, other than that, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Trevor Lawrence. I like Trevor against ball, Houston. Dude. Yeah, I was just going to say, I like Trevor. Just don't Houston. fumble the ball. I like I like Mike Evans having another big week against, you know, Atlanta. I think this is going to be really – I think this will be the highest scoring matchup. You know, we, we talked about two other matchups being on paper high scoring. I think this ends up being the high scoring one. And, and I really think it comes down to, you know, can Jamar Chase, your Jamar Chase and, and Jalen Waddle combo keep up with the Cooper Cup DK Metcalf combo? And I think that's where it'll kind of be yeah. one and loss. You know, I think, you know, the QBs, you could say, he has you there, but you, you definitely have him on the RBs. You know, both you guys are, I, I mean, I think his tight end is awesome. Your tight end, I, I highlighted kind of being a running back, but I, I wouldn't be upset if Mark Andrews put up another four point week with uh, yeah. <laughs> two catches and five targets. I don't think that uh, I'm not going to lie. I would be very happy about that, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think he's going to go off again for another, you know, 15 to 25 points. And it's uh it's going to be a nail biter, but as you said, I think it's going to be the, the high score of the week. Yeah. I think winner takes high score out of this one. And, uh, you know, I think that you, you maybe squeak by with, uh, you know, that extra, you know, that extra Jalen, uh, Jamar chase touchdown on, uh, on a Sunday night. Let's hope. Let's hope <laughs> it's, uh, it's settled before then. Yeah, yeah, I, I I hate having to wait on like the Sunday night or the Monday night games, but that's uh, I feel like that's every fantasy football matchup as I know it. Yep. Well, thank you, sir. Really appreciate you doing this. And, You're uh, welcome. Yeah, yeah, it's just fun. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll have to do it again before the end of the season. Good. Good luck, everybody.